Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. And on this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. Just reading about um, one of the manufacturers of film saying that the cost of film is probably going to go up like 60%. Their their cost of raw materials and producing film has become more challenging. So, And there's even a couple of boutique um, film manufacturers actually cease production of making film. And... Is this kind of starting to be the end of the road for film? Like, I mean, we've talked about film in the past and film is not dead. People have kind of said, no, no, film's still relevant. People still shoot it. People still love it. We're getting to a point in time when major manufacturers are saying that it's getting so costly to produce it that it is actually going to have, well, I suppose it could have two effects. It could have, It could make it more niche and more desirable because it's so expensive way of doing it sometimes people do that i mean why do people buy this really expensive bottle of wine when they can buy another wine that's you know a fraction of the price but you know they want that really expensive one because it because it represents something unique if you're buying you know a bottle of of grange wine that's you know of a of a particular vintage that's rarely rare then you're buying something unique and People quite often are happy to pay a premium price to buy that rather than just buy the run-of-the-mill bottle of wine. So is it going to be a problem for film photography? Is it going to make push film, make it less and less attractive for people to shoot it? Because as potentially you know, manufacturers cease producing film, so the number of you know, outlets where you can buy film may diminish. And if the price of it continues to go up, it might get to a point where if the volume drops to a point where then it's just not economically viable for someone to manufacture something. And it's interesting with um, manufacturing, I mean, anyone who's in business knows that to stay in business, you have to make a profit. If you're not making a profit, then why are you doing it? Because, you know, unless you've got a big pot of money and, you, and you're happy just to, to, to use that pot of money up, most businesses aren't like that. Most businesses need to have that you know, replenish that pot over and over so the money needs to keep coming in to make it viable. Now, businesses sometimes will operate parts of their business at a loss. That's that's very common. You know, sometimes people will manufacture something that's not makes a lot of money or makes very little money, but as a result of that, it produces another revenue stream. So take so things like printers for argument's sake where you can buy printers extremely cheap. Like a lot of manufacturers will sell ch- printers really, really cheap. And you think, gee, wow, this is how they're making any money out of this, if all the technology in this printer. But I mean, the end game for a lot of people is this is consumable. And if there's a consumable item like ink, where you're re buying that over and over again. So over the lifetime of that printer, you know, you've actually made that manufacturer a lot of money. So, you know, in the business world, people will make decisions about how they what they manufacture and some things like I said are made that they make very little profit out of them but there is an end game there's a an add-on 
element to it that people will have to buy to continue to use it and then that's where they're making their money. So it's kind of like get people in, get them invested in the system and then obviously just keep having them come back as a customer over and over. So it's interesting whether that will happen to film because like I said, it's kind of a lot of people had, you know, abandoned film when digital came and then there was a small band of people who kind of, you know, championed the cause and and then kept film happening, kept people shooting film. But I think, you know, potentially we're now seeing maybe the final cracks in the film um, side of photography where it might get to the point where it's going to be so expensive, so difficult that people will then just say it's too hard. I want to go and I'm just going to go and shoot something else and have a lot less pain in my life, especially if things like availability becomes an issue as well because, you know, with digital photography, there's no availability issues. I mean, even even if you couldn't buy another memory card, say if memory cards went really scarce, most people would have a, enough memory cards kicking around that they could just, if there was something like that one, they could transfer that to another medium like a hard drive and then reformat that card and then use that card. So it's not like there's ever going to be a shortage of digital space to capture images. But with film, obviously you can't capture an image unless you have film in the camera. And if you can't get film, then what? how do you capture something you virtually can't? So it's interesting, like I said, to see that we're at a point in time where things like film, which is, like I said, has been a lot of people grew up with film, so it's, it's something they know about and they they love and there's people use film for various different reasons. But I suppose it's like a lot of areas of photography that times are changing and as times change, people's habits change. And as habits change, we start to see things change in the world. A lot of things that products that were available to us when we were kind of younger or things we used to get have changed because of manufacturing, whatever, you know, technology, a whole range of different things. And it used to be, and it's worked the other way as well, because it used to be, I can remember back in the day, you know, once a week at our place as a kid, mother would make the biscuits. She'd she'd bake all these biscuits, which would be the week's kind of biscuits that would go out for morning teas and your in your lunch pack to school and then when if people you know come over for a cup of coffee or a cup of tea they'd get served up jam drops or peanut snap or some other biscuit that um, she'd cooked in the last week what's happened now for a lot of families now is that they don't have time to cook the biscuits so basically you know when the supermarket shopping they're grabbing a they're grabbing a packet of biscuits or a couple of packets of biscuits, which are then used, like I said. Um, so it's changed the way things have changed. So people, and change is always there, like things are always changing. But and I think it's no different in photography. We've seen lots of changes, lots of challenges for photographer, for photographers to overcome. And like I said, in the area of film shooting, is this just another challenge that people have to do or is it a real threat now to the continuation of film? Are we going to start to see, like I said, more and more manufacturers just start to step away from film and just let people go their way and get um, printing? Because it's a little bit difficult 
to create your own film stock for the average person. I mean, there's a lot of things people have gone and revived, you know, old um, techniques of making things by hand and reproducing them. But this is a little bit more difficult to be able to, like I said, get all the materials together and all the chemical processes. And, and again, if you did do it, the costs would be so prohibitive that the roll of film you'd be making would be, be worth a small fortune. So you'd have to be really, really dedicated, I think, if you were going to kind of go down that path of trying to do your you know, home brew DIY film solution in the future. I don't just don't think it's even an option that people will even even try and do. It's just, like I said, so many layers to it, so difficult. Yeah, I think it's just it's going to be a non-event. So what could people do, I suppose, if people really love film? Is there something they could do to try and, I suppose, keep film, keep it relevant or keep it out there? I mean, yeah, you could try and really push it, try and go after those people who want something different by and offering film as a, as a medium that you shoot on to try and drive up volume because, look, markets are driven by volume. Every market out there, whether someone's producing something, it's supply and demand. If there, if there's a demand for it, someone will supply it. As soon as the demand dwindles, people will abandon it really quickly and move on to produce something else because most manufacturers, and even looking at film manufacturers, they manufacture various different products. They don't just make, some of them just don't make film, they've made other things as well. So they would concentrate in those other areas. And I think that's what's that's what you've got to remember. And if you are just purely a manufacturer who is just like a little boutique one that was just making film, you really are on a, a bit of a, a rocky outcrop because it's kind of getting harder and harder to to stay there and keep making film and, and keep people to keep buying it. So on this episode I've been talking about where is film going to end up? Is it finally getting to a point in time where film is really starting to be on shaky ground? Um, like I said, if you hadn't, a couple of years back, I think we did a podcast and we talked about film and we talked about the relevance and it was still plenty of people shooting it and it was still relevant and people were using film. But like I said, now as we're seeing the price of film increase, the supply getting harder to get hold of and even some of the smaller players actually opting out of film altogether it makes for like i said it doesn't make for a great looking future because i suppose the reality is if you look at and this is really hard cold way look at it say if film disappeared tomorrow imagine if there wasn't another roll of film ever produced imagine you know tomorrow's the day that the last roll of film is made and after that no no film is available Anywhere in the world, when once that film's been exposed, it is it's gone. There's no no chance of recourse. What would happen in photography if that happened? Would photography fail? Would it stop? No, it wouldn't. It would just keep going. You know, it would be for some people it would be an inconvenience and they, and they'd have to move on and change the way they operate. But photography would just, as we know it today, would just continue to be the same. It would wouldn't change. It's not going to implode now if that had to happen say 50 years ago that'd be a totally different story when everyone shot on film 
if something happened to film manufacturers and film couldn't be produced anymore, then that would have a major impact. But in today's digital world, you know, we're happy to let things like these analog technologies just disappear. I mean, we see it all across the across the world where different things disappear. I mean, there's some some analog technologies that can be um, without too much difficulty be reproduced and done. I'm just thinking things like vinyl records. You know, people can get the equipment to press vinyl records. It's not as complex as, say, producing a roll of film. But then again, you've got to have a market to sell these things. So if it's great producing something, but if you've got to have enough people to buy them to make them worthwhile. Otherwise, I mean, you can make anything. I mean, you can make any device or any type of object, but the end result is the cost of making a kind of a, a small number is very expensive and whether people are prepared to pay that and like in some in some areas they are there's you know manufacturers produce a really rare limited edition watch and it sells for an extraordinary amount of money but there's there's collectors who want to buy that particular brand of watch and because it's a limited edition they know it's going to be very expensive it's it's handmade and the person who built that is signed in the back of it all that type of stuff that you know people are prepared that but on a product where it's kind of a more of a mainstream product that yeah it's going to be challenged there's going to be challenges for it and I just I kind of feel sad because when I first started photography the only photography I knew was film photography that was that was it so I mean I had a camera and I put a roll of film in it and I knew I could go out and I could expose that film and I could capture something and I could bring that back home and fortunate enough to live you know we had a dark room at home that I could then develop that film and then look at that and then actually print some images from that film. And I kind of understood that process and that was, you know, it was the way that you did photography. There was no real other way of doing it. No matter what the medium, it was always an exposed, whether it was, you know, plate camera or whether it was large format or whether it was 35mm or 127 or whatever the format of the film was, the process was pretty much the same. So you expose something, you developed it, and then you could print from that um, negative that you created. And that was easy to understand. Now it's kind of totally changed where there's so many different ways for someone to produce a produce a photograph of something, whether it's produced with a phone or a camera or other devices that can capture stuff. It's, it's changed dramatically. It really has changed dramatically. And I think that's the... The challenge for film is, like I said, is trying to keep how does it stay, how do you get enough people to keep using it? And I just think the numbers are stacking the wrong way. I just think it's 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 now in its it's in it's in a situation where it's now gonna be it's just inevitable at some point film will disappear from the world and we won't see it. Um sad as it is, because like I said, I start that's how I started and I kinda dab and I and I must admit I'm probably part of the problem. I don't I don't occasionally shoot film very very occasionally now and it's been a long time since i've actually shot a roll of film and half mostly because of the inconvenience i I no longer have a dark room i do have my projector and some of my equipment but i don't want to set up a dark room again Uh, so you know exposing a roll of film now means obviously going off and getting it developed and then getting the prints done from that that's a whole lot of i suppose um, work a lot of things you have to do to basically do that. You know, purchase film, take the pictures, 
and then obviously get it processed and then work out what you're going to do, whether you're going to print them because uh, a lot of times now when they develop film for you, they will scan the negatives and you'll get a digital file um, and then you can print the pictures from the digital file rather than um, the old method of using a enlarger and shooting, you know, exposing the, the negatives onto photographic paper and creating an image that way. So like I said, it's just changed the way changed the way we do things like lots of things in the world. So this episode I've been talking about the future of film with, like I said, recent announcements of film costs that are going to continue to rise, some you know smaller players opting out of the market and um, whether or not there's going to be enough dedicated die-on-the-wall film shooters out there to try and keep it alive, to try and keep film ticking over. If it does, I'll be happy because I, but again, I, I just think it's it's in a the numbers are stacked against it. I just can't see how moving forward in the future, we we're quick to kind of I suppose a lot of things let things go. Um, we don't kind of always value some of the stuff from the past as much as we should. Should we keep looking at what the future is going to bring and what great new innovation is going to be out next? Anyway, this has been Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. I hope you're enjoying your photography. Get out there as often as you can. Shoot as much as you can because that's how you do get better. Like I said, until next time, see ya. Bye. That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment. And don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone. Thank you.